Oh, good afternoon, listeners. We're about to rock. It is Aussie, Aussie, Aussie flashback time. We do this every single Sunday from 4pm through until 6 o'clock this evening. And i got to tell you, I've got a couple of great special guests for you this afternoon, alrighty. I'm going to play uh, a couple of Die Pritchard tracks back to back because it's Die's birthday today. 58 years young, our Mr Pritchard. He is absolutely a guitar legend from... Um, Rose Tattoo, and he's playing with everybody in the industry too. I've got to tell you, he's a magnificent uh, guitar player and he's celebrating his birthday today. So I'm going to play you a track from his solo album. It's called Killin' Time and the first track I'm going to play for you from that is a number called Voodoo. This is Di Pritchard celebrating his birthday. Happy birthday, Di, 58 today.
Alrighty, listeners, there we go. First one for the afternoon, Di Pritchard from his Killing Time CD. And a song is called Voodoo. He's celebrating his 58th birthday today. Good on you, Di. And if you want to check out his music, you can find it on Spotify or you can go onto YouTube. And there's many, many clips on uh, YouTube with Di. He's played with uh, absolutely everybody in the industry. He's, he's one of the most incredible guitar players. And uh, definitely one of the underrated legends, in my opinion. He's unbelievable to see on stage. I'm going to play you the title track from the album Killing Time, Die Pritchard. This will get your toes tapping.
Oh, there we go, listeners. Uh, Killing time from the album of the same name title, Di Pritchard, celebrating his uh, 58th birthday today. I'm going to play one from the band he's most famous from. This is going out to Party Central. It's called One for the Boys. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Any requests, let me know. You know what to do. There you go, Rose Tattoo, and of course the guitar player from that band was none other than, you know, I just mentioned his name. Yes, you do, Di Pritchard, celebrating his birthday today. All right, I've got to send a couple of requests out now. Now, if you do want to hear anything, you can call me. You can do it the old-fashioned way, one three double zero four nine four nine double eight. Or if you're a bit shy, although I don't bite, you can message me, okay? You can send me a text, 0492-994-445 is the way to get it done. I'm going to send this first one out, the first request for the day. Going out to Chris in Woi Woi, wanting to hear a track by Russell Morris and the Rubes. It's called Ray. 
radioactive. Thanks for connecting, my friend. There you go, listeners, Radioactive, Russell Morris and the Rubes going out to Chris at Woi Woi. Got to play another request now. This one's going out to Amanda at Party Central. Apparently it's blowing a gale where they are and they're all huddled inside their party room. Not sure if they've got the fire on though, but um, they've got one of those combustion fire heaters in their party room. And, uh, yeah, apparently it is blowing a gale. So at least they're all 
tucked in there in the warm, listening to the best in Aussie music with yours truly, Phil C. I do it every Sunday, start at 4 o'clock and go through until 6. Now, don't forget my website, okay? Um, if you want to check out the aussieflashbacks.com.au page, there you can uh, check out my program, my program guide, uh, the gig guide rather, and also uh, past shows of podcasts, interviews and so on and so forth, upcoming interviews, I'm not going to say too much about that at the moment, just going to have to wait and see who's on tonight, and uh, it's a great little website, okay, so uh, check it out, aussieflashbacks.com.au, or you can follow me on Facebook, or you can also check me out on Spotify, okay, now this next song is going out to Amanda, she loves Renee Gaya, asked me for a track called Stairs and Whispers. Thank you so much, Amanda. Yeah, they're telling me it's blowing a gale, party central. They've got their fire and everything burning. <laughs> Stay warm, guys.
Oh, there we go. Going out to Amanda, Stairs and Whispers, Renee Gaya. One thing I've discovered, you know, on my Aussie Flashback program, I never seem to play enough female artists. And we've got some incredible Australian ladies, some beautiful singers, and um, I never seem to play enough. So I'm going to do um, another song by an Australian lass. This is a fantastic singer. She's absolutely Tremendous! I've, I've, I've seen her in the 70s and uh, she's still rocking and rolling today. She goes by the name of Marsha Hines. The song is called Fire and Rain and straight after this I've got another female, Tina Arena, going out to Kalisha straight after this.
Marsha Hines, what an incredible talent and still singing today and sounding every bit as good as she did way back when she made that album. Alrighty, I'm going to send a song out now to Kalisha. Kalisha wanted some Tina Arena and she's asked me for a song called Chains, which is um, from her Don't, Don't Ask album. That's the name of it. Don't Ask. Came out in 1994. Going out to you, Kalisha. Chains. Shit! 
There we go, listeners. Going out to Kalisha, Tina Arena's Chains. What a great song from her um, from her album going back to 1994, Don't Ask. Okay, i got to send a song out now. This is another request. This is going out to Mark at Party Central. Mark wanted to hear some Jet. Ask me for a song called Are You Gonna Be My Girl? Thank you for connecting in, my friend. <coughs> Cause you look so fine that I really wanna make you mine. I said you look so fine that I really wanna make you mine. Four, five, six, come on and get your kicks. Now you don't need the money when you look like that, do you, honey? Big black boots, long brown hair. She's so sweet, hey girl. Be my girl It's one, two, three Take my hand and come with me Because you look so fine That I really want to make you mine You look so fine That I really want to make you mine Four, five, six Come on and get your kicks Now you don't need money With a face like that, do ya? Gonna be my girl
All right, going out to Mark there. Are you going to be my girl by Jess? Okay, keeping the music coming your way. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie only on this program. Do it every Sunday from 4 through until 6 p.m. And don't forget to check out the website, okay? Aussieflashbacks.com.au where you'll get Aussie music 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Going to play a track by Mal Eastick. It's a number called Two Loves because I know the party people love this guy. Oh, <laughs> 
Oh, there you go. Mel Eastick. The number, of course, was called Two Loves. And uh, got a few thumbs up from some people listening to that that like Mel Eastick. Going to try and get Mel on the show as one of my special guests, okay? That's what I'm going to do. Um, reached out to him today. So uh, fingers crossed. We've got some good guests coming up, though. We've got um, uh, today, we've got Russell Morris. Yes, you heard it first, Russell Morris. Um Next week we've got Matty Zab. You know, you may not know a lot about Matty. I'm going to play a few of his tracks a little bit later on throughout the program. Um, he's uh, teamed up with a chap called Mark Oates, and he's the fiddle player from the Bushwhackers, and they've got a new album out. And uh, I'm going to play you a track from that, and then a track from one of their uh, or one of his older albums. He's on next week. After that, Jade Hurley. Jade Hurley. We're going to be talking to Jade. He's got a new album out as well. Gosh, that guy's rocking and rolling, isn't he? He's been doing it all his life. I'm not going to go any further than that. I've got a f- oh, people all lined up coming out of my coming out of my hat, they are. So uh, got a lot of special guests coming your way. So make sure you stick around and listen to the program and support the program. And if there's anybody you'd like to hear on the airwaves, just let me know and I'll do my best to reach out to them. And if it's humanly possible... I will do my best to get him on the show. Now, I've had a request for a song called Beep Up a Lula, okay? Now, this this is a bit of a difficult song because, I mean, I'm a huge Billy Thorpe fan and I've got about 10 versions of this song. <laughs> so somebody said Beep Up a Lula, I think, yeah, right, okay, Sunbury, Beep Up a Lula, that's the live one from back in the 70s and then I've got one steaming at the Opera House and I've got another one, he did a, he did a live concert. Um, I'm going to go with... The Sumbri one. Um, fingers crossed. I'm gonna. I hope he doesn't swear because Billy was pretty rough, <laughs> pretty rough with the language on stage, and I haven't heard this particular version for a while. So fingers crossed. I, I should say language alert just in case Billy thought. But I'm going to play Beep Up Alula, and I've selected the live in Sumbri. This is going out to Wizard Party Central. Beep Up Alula and the Aztecs. Billy Thorpe live at Sunbury. <laughs> Here's um, another rock and roll song for you. And uh, it's on our live album. And it's been getting quite a bit of play by Melbourne radio stations. We're very grateful. And we're going to be digging. It's a Gene Vincent song that he wrote Made Famous. Written Made Famous. That he wrote Made Famous. This is called Beep Up Alula. We're going to be digging. Thank you. 
Uh, there you go, listeners. From the live in Sunbury back in 1973-74, he did that one. And uh, what a great track, Beep Bop Lula. And thank goodness there was no swearing in it. I played one the other day called Gangster of Love, and it was a live version. <laughs> And my and my face turned redder than my than my headphones. I got these big red headphones. <laughs> Boy, was I embarrassed! I tell you what, I didn't realise. Bill, I've seen you on stage and I've heard you swear, but. Boy, did you let a few rip on that. I've had to take it out of my playlist. I can no longer play Gangster of Love, well, that particular version anyway, because Bill was just not having a good day, I don't think. All right, I'm going to do a double shot. I'm going to play this one from his More Arse Than Class album, and then I'm going to play some more Screaming Jets. Now, if anybody remembers the album More Arse Than Class, on the back cover there was the band, the four boys, and they were all pantsless, and you had to try and figure out which bottom belonged to which band member. <laughs> Oh, typical Billy Thorpe sort of mania. The song I've got on from it is a number called Walking Down the Streets. It's a great track going out to the late great Billy Thorpe in rock and roll heaven. Straight after this, some more screaming jets.
Billy Thorpe. More Arse Than Class was the name of that album. I think definitely his best best of album. Although, I must say, you've got to listen to all of his albums, okay? A lot of people think Billy Thorpe, they think, you know, most people I know think that I'm crazy, but I, he's got a whole string of albums. He's really do, He really does. You know, Billion Dollar Bill was one, and... Um, Oh, what was the others? He had, he had um, gosh, now I've got to think now. I've had a bit of a brain freeze. Let me just go to my quick library here and I'll tell you. Oh, he had a lot of live stuff, um, but apart from that, oh, there was Children of the Sun, and the Children of the Sun Revisited. Now it's all coming back to me. East of Eden's Gate was another one. Um, more Arse Than Class, Thumpin' Pig and Puffin' Billy. That was with Warren Morgan, of course. Um you have a look. I want to find them all. They're in. They're in my library here. Uh, let me just go here. Where is it? There it is. There. So what else did he have? Um, Children of the Sun. Children of the Sun. Visit rock classics. Well, that was just an anthem, of course. It's all beginning. Do you remember that? It's all happening. That was his really, really early stuff. More ask than class. Pick me up and play me loud. Shake in the cage. He did that when he was in the states with um, Mick Fleetwood. A lot of stuff. Tangier. That was the last album that he did. Actually, that was finished after he passed. If you like um, Billy Thorpe, you really should check out a lot of his music, okay? Because there's a bit more to him than just um, most people I know think he's crazy. What about It's Almost Summer? That was another great song of his too, wasn't it? All right, keeping the music coming your way. This is a song by Jet. This one's another one that Mark wanted to hear. It's a number called Better. And straight after this, I'm going to play you a couple of tracks by Matty Zab. He's my guest on the air next week.
Great song, Better by Jet, going out to Market Party Central. All right, I'm going to play you a couple of tracks by uh, my guest of next week, okay, and that's Matty Zarp. Now, Matty's got a, a solo album which he had out for uh, quite a few years now, and it was called um, Matilda Rose. came out about eight, nine years ago, and I'm going to play a track from that, but he's also teamed up with Mark Oates, which is the fiddle player from the Bushwhackers, and they do... They do a bit of a duo around the traps when, of course, they can. Unfortunately, with COVID, I think their uh, gigs are just about non-existent. And um, they're, um, well, Manny, actually, he's going to be my guest next week. So I'm going to play a little bit of, a couple of his tracks, okay? I'll play you the first one, which is a number called Matilda Rose. Now, this is from his album of the same name title. And then I'll play you one from the duo. Jack O'Keefe was a fine young man, he fought to make a quid. He grew up hard as nails, never lost around. While he walked the streets of Sydney town, looking for a job, telling sugar was the only thing he found. Well, Jack O'Keefe, he sang and danced, his banjo mandolin. He lived for life and love without any care. While he walked the streets of Homebush Bay, Dreaming of a girl Well he saved his love for the girl with auburn hair Well Rose Matilda sang and danced Such a pretty sight to see She grew up soft and gentle as can be Well she stayed at home and cooked and cleaned And sold her pretty dress And dreamed of love thinking who'll come dance with me Angel voice, she sang at church, she sang for God and love. She sang beyond the clouds we could see. When Jack stepped up, held out his hand, as handsome as can be. He said, Rose Matilda, come here and dance with me. Won't you dance with me, Matilda? Rose Matilda, won't you sing your sweet song in my ears? While the music box is playing. Somewhere, my love, oh, Rose Matilda, dance with me. Now, Jack and Rose, they made a home, Westmead Grand Avenue. Stayed at home and raised a family. My mother's brother flew his plane and he traveled all around the world. Well, all the things I wish I could be. 
Rose Matilda sang at home She sang for life and love She sang for all my brothers and for me Till Jack fell down, he broke his crown He lost his life and love He prayed Rose Matilda come back here to dance with me Won't you dance with me, Matilda? Rose Matilda, won't you sing your sweet song in my ears While the music box is playing Somewhere, my love, oh, Rose Matilda, dance with me. Rose Matilda, dance with me. Now the years have passed, I sing and play on this here mandolin. I sing forgotten love without a care. And I've danced the streets of Sydney town, and I've traveled all around the world. Well, I dance with Rose, the girl with auburn hair. Yeah, I danced with my Matilda Rose Matilda As she sang her sweet song in my ear While the music box was playing Somewhere my love Oh, Rose Matilda danced with me Yeah, we danced with our Matilda Rose Matilda As she sang her sweet song in our ears While the music box was playing Somewhere my love, oh, Rose Matilda, dance with me. Yeah, we dance with our Matilda. Rose Matilda, as she said, a sweet song in our ears. While the music box was playing. Somewhere my love, oh, Rose Matilda, dance with me. There you go, folks. Matt Zab from his Rose Matilda album. And uh, I'm going to play another track by by Matty. And listeners, you're not going to believe this. There has been a total mix-up with my special artists this week. We had Russell Morris down as this week, and (laughs) he thought it was next week. You're not going to believe this. He actually thought it was next week, and and Matty was meant to be on next week, and he thought it was was this week. I'm getting messages left, right and centre here trying to lock one of the artists in for 5.30, okay? So I was supposed to be having Russell Morris on the gig tonight at 5.30 as my special guest. I've got to clear this up for my listeners, all right? He thought it was next week. He's actually gigging at the moment up in up in um, Queensland where he lives on the Gold Coast. <laughs> He's actually gigging. And he says, no, hang on. It was supposed to be next week. I went, okay, okay, not a problem. And I had Matty Zarb booked for next week. And he's messaged me just a moment ago and said, are we still good for this week? <laughs> you wouldn't believe it, would you? Uh, that, like, it, when it rains, it pours. So... Russell Morris is next week now. We've we've just done a quick switch. And Maddie, who's available, Maddie's gonna be on this week. 
about 5.30, I'm going to get Matty on, which should have been Russell. So Russell's definitely going to be on next week, all right? Because <laughs> he's not gigging next week. <laughs> oh, apologies for everybody who's listening. But we, we will have him on, I promise. It's just a mix-up. You know, texting is not the way to communicate. Or emailing, you know, people look at things and they, they see what they read, but they don't actually ingest what they read, I don't think. But anyway, it's all good. Not a problem. Okay, here we go. I'm going to play you this song by Mark Oates. And Maddie's up from their new album. It's a song called Caledonia. And I'm going to have Maddie on the phones uh, in a little while, and we're going to be talking to him about his music. So let me play it for you firstly. The song is called Caledonia. Steady thinking, 
up my waistband And I don't know what I'll do tomorrow When the hands are shaking and the kisses flow And I will disappear Oh, and let me tell you that I love you That I think about you all the time Caledonia, you're calling me Now I'm going home And if I should become a stranger Make me more than sad Caledonia You're everything I've ever had Oh, let me tell you That I love you That I think about you all the time Caledonia You're calling me Now I'm going home And if I should become a stranger You know that it would make me more than sad Caledonia Everything I've ever had What a beautiful song, listeners. Caledonia, absolutely fantastic, from the uh, new album by Mark Oates and Matty Zarb. We're going to have Matty on the phones in about uh, 15 minutes' time, okay? And uh, he'll be talking us through some of those tracks. Uh, Apologies for the uh, Russell Morris. He will be with us next week, though. Don't you despair. It's all been sorted and uh, locked in. Rightio, now let me play a song. Um, This is John Paul Young, and I know Julie loves JPY. And I know uh, her partner, Chris, loves this particular song. So I'm going to play it for both of them. It's an oldie bit of goodie. It's called Pasadena. You listen to Phil C on Aussie, Aussie, Aussie flashbacks.
Oh, there you go, listeners. JPY, Pasadena. Now, that's a goodie. That's an oldie bit of goodie. That goes back to the 70s. Love his music, you know. And if it wasn't for this COVID-19, he'd be performing with his all-star band. He would be indeed. And what a band he's got too. My goodness me. All right, I'm going to play you another act by another sort of new and upcoming person, okay? He was a guest on my show a couple of weeks ago. He goes by the name of Corey Legg, and he's got this brand-new album, which is due to be released on the 1st of September. Now, he's got a couple of singles from it. One is called Fireball, and um, the other one is called Last Night I Dreamt of You. It's a great album. You can check it out on Spotify or if you want to get a signed copy of it, go onto his Facebook page, okay, and he will give you a signed copy. I think it's $25 and he'll have it to you by the um, by the actual date of release, which is the 1st of September. So not long. If you want to get a signed copy, go to his Facebook page and message him there. Friend him on Facebook, message him there, $25, get a signed copy, or check it out on Spotify if you like. The song I'm going to play is the single from it. There's two. I'm going to play this one. This is his most successful from the album. It's called Fireball. Corey Leg, folks. Yeah. 
Oh, there you go, listeners. Corey Legg, Fireball, from his Some Days album, which will be released on the 1st of September. And as I said, if you do want to get a signed copy of that, message him on Facebook, befriend him on Facebook, and um, he will post you on $25 signed, and he'll get it to you, hopefully, depending upon where you live, of course, um, because I do have listeners all over the world. But uh, he will certainly do his best to have it out to you by the release date, 1st of September. Okay, now I'm going to play a track by uh, Kevin Borich. This is from his uh, Celebrations album. It's a number called Going Downtown. Now, Kevin's doing a Q&A on Facebook this evening as well. So if you want to check out Kevin's Facebook page, he'll be on from 7.30. And there you'll be able to ask Kevin questions. Like, you'll be able to text questions through to Kevin. And you imagine he's got a lot of fans, so he may not be able to answer all of you, but he'll certainly do his best. And he'll also play your requests. So if you want to check him out, he's doing it tonight, 7.30. It's Kevin Borich. Uh, I'm just reading it here. Uh, he's having another streaming session from 7.30 tonight. Um, uh, they will announce the winner from their 1,000 uh, 1, subscribers. So you remember me speaking in the past and saying, well, once you reached 1,000 subscribers to that particular page, um, some lucky winner was going to win the entire uh, Kevin Borich catalogue, all signed. So uh, it looks like that's going to be happening this evening as well. So um, it says, any questions, re-anything, serve them up to me, Okay. Great deal. See you then. Cheers, Kev. So check it out. 7.30 tonight, Kevin Borich is on Facebook and uh, doing a Q&A and playing your requests. Now, I'm going to play you one of this request. This is a song called Going Downtown. Kevin Borich from his Celebrations album going out to uh, Chris at Party Central. Straight after this, I'm going to try and have Matty Zarb on the phone, folks. going downtown. Got my lollies in my 
Oh, there you go, listeners. Going out to Chris at Party Central. That was, of course, going downtown Kevin Borich. Now, don't forget to check out Kevin. He's on Facebook tonight from 7.30, doing a Q&A and also playing your requests. Now, as I said, folks, there was a bit of a mix-up with our artists tonight, and I've got Matty Zarb on the phone, and he's going to tell us all about uh, Mark Oates and Matty's new album. How are you going there, Mark? 
Uh, Maddie. <laughs> Maddie. Maddie. How are you, mate? You're well. Oh. Yeah, great, great, Phil. Really oh. well. I'm doing really well. You know, the last time we we did this was was at the hotel in Harrington, and I kept calling you, Mark, and Matt, and, and 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 Mark, Maddie. I got it, I got it all back to front and upside down. So I've been I've been called Mark before. Actually, my very first ever session guitar playing gig, and Mark Oates was on the same record. Uh huh. And I remember, I remember it was for a fellow called Frankie Davidson and Rob. I didn't know the guy, but it apparently was pretty good at the time. And we, we went to the studio. Out comes the record, and I went to uh, I think it might have been a shopping centre. And here's the record, and he reads back cover and it says Mark Zab oh, on guitar. Oh, <laughs> so don't worry, that's happened before. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness me! So that was that. I've never done that. I mean, I've never said Ma- right. I've never said Manny Zab on fiddle. <laughs> I've never. No, that's all good. <laughs> I wish I could play fiddle. <laughs> I tell you what, Mark O's, he's a legend. He's from the, for the listening uh, audience, he's hes a member, of, or used to be a member of the Bushwhackers, and what a phenomenal fiddle player the man is. Yeah, he's amazing. He's living up your neck of the woods now. I think he's um, out there, up in the uh, Wasmansbury area up there, hiding yep. out. That's yeah, yes, no that's that's right. I've ran into Matty. Uh, <laughs> I've done it again. Oh, crikey. <laughs> I'm going to write a cue sheet out. I've I've ran into Mark a couple of times actually, um, and, and around uh, Sackville and Wiseman's, and and um, I've had a bit of a chat to him. I, I want to try and get him on the phones. Actually, it would have been great to have got you both, you guys, on together. That would have been phenomenal because oh, we've got a great story. Yeah, because yeah, we could have spoke about this new album. This, this I've actually been uh, been listening to this album, this one you guys did together, and mm. I, I played uh, Caledonia a, a little while back, and I played one from your very very early album, which of course was yeah. um, Matilda Rose, and then oh, I love it. Yeah, look, great stuff, mate. And then when I and when I heard this, um, the red haired Mason. Oh my goodness, mate! That's that's a real toe tapping number, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, that that's pretty hectic. We got so got that, and it's live too. So I mean, the thing with that record is we got in the studio and we just we just pressed the red button and played, you know, and that's sort of what we ended up with. And, and you know, I think there's nothing like that energy when you're playing together. And you know, I think our history too, having played together since '87, right? You know, when you know someone that well, and we always said one day, you know, one day, one day, and then that day came. We said, look, let's get in the studio, and we did that. Uh, it's great fun. It was fantastic to see you guys. I I, I was at the William Acoustic Festival um, a couple of years back, and it got rained out, and it, it was a Saturday yeah. Saturday night. Round Mountain Girls were on, and um, yep. it was supposed to close up with Diesel, and the whole heavens opened up, and poor old you know Mark Lazotte never got to step on stage because it was just a it was just a, a nightmare with a rain, and you guys were actually supposed to close on the Sunday the following day. And I yep. was very fortunate to catch up with you guys at the Harrington Hotel and to see you guys, because I've never seen you play live together and you, you have so much fun up there and, and, and you <laughs> kind of give each other a bit of a wink and a bit of a nod so you obviously know where you're going musically or you've got some sort of, uh, some sort of um, psychic therapy stuff going on up there because you look at each other and nod and wink and <laughs> you, you're having so much fun. I mean... It's unbelievable to see you guys play. So about the album, mate, how was it? How was it like in the studio doing it all? Well, we sort of um, yeah, we did it up here in Taree with a young guy called Jake Davy. Yep, um, Jake's brilliant singer songwriter. He's I think he did. Um, he was on the country country gig at Tamworth, um, uh, and just 
got a great studio up here. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes. And um, so we just, you know, Mark came up a couple of times and we just got in there and did this thing. And song-wise, we didn't really, we didn't really sort of go, oh, let's let's create a record that's going to be, you know, look for the charts. We actually just did it because it was something we desperately wanted to do after all these years. And so the cho- song choices were pretty random. Like we didn't sort of say, okay, we're going to try and keep this cohesive or we're not going to try. And... It actually ended up, you know, stuff stuff that I'd written from different parts of my life right through to. You know, some, something like um, uh, the Redhead Mason, which is just two cracking bluegrass tunes, you know. And, yeah. and yeah, so we ended up with that. And, and then COVID came around, you know, we've sort of had this year uh, all regrouping and finding new new things to do. And, and, you know, I think everybody, every musician that would be listening in or people, you just realise, um, you know, how, how much change has come, come over all our lives. You know, but you know, in reinventing, um, you know, there's a lot of online streaming stuff, and uh, you know, I've enjoyed that. Phil, okay. that's been yep. that's been good. Yes, you know. So did you did you sort of have a bit of a tip jar going there? Because I see a lot of a lot of the artists. I mean, Corey Leg, you, you know, Corey. He yep. was at the uh, yep. well, actually, when Corey, when I met Corey, he was with the uh, Swamp Stompers. Now he's gone out on his own. He's got this new album coming out. Mm. Um, Great guitar player. Oh. Phenomenal guitar player and love mm. his lyrics too. He's a great lyricist. And yeah, he's very good. Very talented young man. He's, I found out he's only like 28 years of age. So, yep. goodness me, what's he going to be like in another 20 years? <laughs> Evolution, like a monster. Oh, you're, not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I think that's the thing I love about the internet now is, you know, the, the, the amount of talent that is, that is out there. I mean, early days, you, you get a, you know, a young guitar player um, I remember saying, "Okay, I want to learn this." You have to get the record, and you put this, you put it on, and and you try and get the lick, or try and get the thing, and you stop, and you get the needle, and you put it back, and you go back over the lick, and you, you know, you get it. Yeah. And now, you know, the amount of young young people out there who are just monstering on guitars because they can access it so easily, yeah, it's like it's fantastic. I love seeing that happen. Well, I had a young. And- a young lady on last week, and she's just eighteen, and she learned to play guitar. She was writing. She she was playing. I think she started playing piano when she was seven, and she started writing when she was nine. And she picked yeah, up. Well. A, she picked up a guitar about five years ago and a ukulele, and she self taught from YouTube. <laughs> and you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't imagine it by listening to her. And she's such a beautiful young lady. She's eighteen, really aspiring. She's wrote four. Cracker tracks, and and I had to get her on the program because I thought I want to try and promote young people to, to to do something like this rather than sit around and play PlayStation all day. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I think um, one thing that, like up here, we've got a little shop called Basin Blues up here, and um, it's a great shop. Yep. But they, you know, think COVID came down, and yes. they were getting inundated with people buying instruments. You know, I thought, wow, it's I like to hear people that. Out there doing, you know, playing more, learning new things. They sold out of their ukuleles. Nearly <laughs> people, people just going, all right, we're going to try something. It was just great. You know? Well, apparently, it's a four-stringed instrument, and apparently, it's an easy one to learn to play. So maybe I should pick it up and and do that. You know what I mean? Because I'd love to be able to play an instrument. I, I've never really had the, I guess, the um, the discipline to practice day right. in day out, you know what I mean. You pick it up, yeah. But I do have some friends that are actually listening in now, um, and and a good friend of mine, Chris, his name is um, from Woi Woi, 
And he taught yep. himself to play guitar when he sort of went through a relationship bust-up, you know what I mean? And every time he came yep. to my house, he had his guitar under his arm and, and we'd sit there talking and he'd sit – there was an electric guitar and he'd just sit there strumming and, of course, you couldn't hear it because it wasn't amplified. And I said, what are you doing? He says, oh, I'm practising. <laughs> he practised all day. And he's a great guitarist now. And he just did it all by books. And, I mean, there wasn't internet to really assist back in those days. You'd buy a, a book and there'd be a DVD in there or something and it'd teach yourself how to play guitar in six easy lessons. But, obviously, the ones who stick to it um, get something out of it like he did. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Fantastic. I mean, it's, it's so accessible now, you know, like it's um – I like that, you know, you can, anything you want to find, it's there. You know, you mm. want to you want to play this, you want to play that style, you want to play this lick, yep. you know, it's there for someone to learn. And, and, and you know, that's that's the kid with, like, young kids with, you know, fresh minds. Yes. They're like sponges, exactly. you know, they're just putting it together. Exactly. But, yeah, no, we, it's, um, what a crazy year we've had, eh? It's, look, my friend, it's been, it's been an impossible year. It's the year that everybody right. wants to forget because if it wasn't the bushfires at the start of the year that was decimating people's properties and homes and now they're getting flooded down there in the south again and, and, oh, and right. we've, been, we've been bombarded with COVID-19. I was actually in South Australia when it all broke out. So I had to run for the hills because they were closing borders left, right and centre and I thought if I don't get home, I'm going to be landlocked in a different state. And and you think it was just going to be something that would last a month or six weeks, eight weeks, and here we are like six months later, seven months later, and it's still going on. And doesn't look like yeah. ending, does it really? It just, it's just killing us. No, it's crazy. I mean, you sort of um, – well, I, I feel like it's the most uh – I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. I know everyone's had their own experience with it. Yes. You know, I, and I can't see anything changing until I get some sort of vaccine. Absolutely. You know, really that we can sort of rely on, and I, I mean, no one knows when that's coming. No. And uh, you know, but um, until then, you know, I mean, I know, I know there's a lot of people struggle, you know, with 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 lots going on, or you know, the changes that are happening and uh, lack of work. Yes. You know, yes. all those sorts of things. Yes. I mean, uh, there's. A million scenarios, and I mean the musicians. You know, there's so many musicians who, uh, you know, we just it just stopped. It's like you know, you go, wow, oh, yeah, um, wow, it's like <laughs> you're not playing. No. I mean, I, I, I was like, um, to say that if somebody told me, you know, ten years ago, uh, 2020, you are going to be not playing anywhere. <laughs> you couldn't get it in your head. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to <laughs> grasp something like that. In a million yeah. years, mind well, you, I did do one gig um, just uh, recently. Was I've done a couple of gigs, like you know, as as you know, uh, New South Wales and Queensland. They're, they're still doing some gigs. Yes, they are. All yeah. the social distance stuff, and it's a bit surreal. But I, I did do one gig. I sat on my stool and I looked at all the people and thought, okay, I'm going to play guitar, you know. <laughs> and I thought, and three hours and ten minutes later, I hopped off the stool. I wow. did not move. I played. I was so engrossed in what I was doing, I thought I'm just and I mean it's, it's it was it was epic just to play, you know, just to play my guitar. Fantastic. So. so how many how many did you have in the audience? Oh well it was a bit daunting really because you sort of think and you know what was really interesting too was like, you know, you talk about social distancing and I can see say in the pubs for instance, you know, everyone was reasonably all spaced out and everyone was in, you know, good space, but as the beer kicked in, people started getting a bit loose, and mm. I'm sort of sitting there on my stool going, okay, 
I'll stay right here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it was it was good. It was probably about 180 people in the in, in the club. Oh wow, that's well, that's that's yeah. quite an epic. But that was that was before we sort of had this neck and this 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 ne- next sort of wave happening now. I think people yeah. are getting a bit more wary now. I mean, you're going to even Tari, you'll see people wearing masks, yeah. things like that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, but that's part of what we're doing. It is. Um, Unfortunately, it's it's hit everybody hard, but it's hit musicians who who make a living out of out of this. Mm. Really, you know, well, like everybody, if you can't work, you can't work. You, you're feeling it, and everybody's feeling it. That's some are can and some can't, and it's it's. I guess it's the have and have nots in their in their job positions. You know. Well, I think we're lucky to, to live in Australia. You yeah, know, yeah. I think that's that's the thing I always remind myself is going okay. You know, I did. I did spend seven years living in America. Um, you know, I've, I know that. I know that that environment, and I, I couldn't imagine being there now with no, no support. No way. Um, I've got lots of American guitar player mates over there who are just um, totally struggling. Yeah, you know, yeah. And you hear from them, and and you think, wow, okay. So I think you know anyone listening in would would agree that we're very lucky here. Um, yes. You know, with the, the care we get and get looked after in mm-hmm. general, even even for the people who are doing it the hardest. You know, I mean, I know uh, I know got friends who are having awful times. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's hard. It is. But, it is. But I'm feel, I feel very thankful. Yeah, yeah. And yes. and you know, I'm, I'm I'm still in love with music and and, and loving what I, what I do. That's the really that's cool. the main thing. Are you doing any? Are you be, you're being creative. You, you, a lot of the artists I've spoken to over the last few months, they're saying, "Well, we're being very creative." Like Kevin Boric, for yeah, example, totally. he's he wrote a new thing called "Call a Friend," which was all about catching up with your your buddies and that that you haven't seen for a long, long time. And, oh, and great guitar player. Oh, He's a great guitar player. He's, he's a he's an absolute gem of a bloke too. I was chatting with Kevin yesterday. Uh, no, Friday. Sorry, I was chatting with Kev Friday and having a bit of a catch up with him on the phones. And and yeah, a phenomenal guitar player. <laughs> and, do, you want, uh, do you want a great story? About yes, him? yes. Tell me a really tell good me. one. Yep. Uh, he may he may not remember this. But it was in the nineteen nineties, and I was playing at the Mooloola Bar Hotel. Okay. And I was in a band called Fiddle Me Please with this fiddler. Yes. And anyway, I um. I don't know what happened, but I I left my guitar outside this crappy hotel. Oh, really? <laughs> where we were staying. Just my old mate that I still play. And I fell asleep. Right. And woke up with a knock at my door. And Kevin Boris was playing the main bar that night. Uh-huh. And he said, hey, mate, I reckon you'll need this. <laughs> yep, yep, that'd be Kev. And handed me my guitar, and I remember thinking, "Oh, that's Kevin Boric, and that's my guitar. What's it doing there?" Yep. And yep. I remember thinking, and, you know, there's, there's a million music, music will have those stories of, you know, yeah. Yeah. after thousands of gigs of, you know, a guitar that you could have lost and you didn't, yep. and and mine was <laughs> thankfully handed back to me, you know, yep. at one o'clock in the morning by Kevin Boric. Mm. <laughs> I'm going well. That's the sort yeah. of guy he is, though. If he saw you walk away, he'd call you back. But he's lost. Oh, for sure. He's lost stuff at gigs. I mean, he was playing at the hotel in uh, Hawkesbury Hotel. Uh, he was down there doing a gig, and 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 he left his jacket, a leather jacket. That's, I mean, you know, he was posting it off from rewards, all sorts of stuff, and somebody's picked it up and thought, oh, that's, that's KB's coat. I'll keep that. <laughs> he never got it back, poor fella. You know what I mean? But he's a, <sighs> he's the sort of guy he would he would hunt you down to get it back to you because that's the type of bloke he is. 
He's yeah, well, I, I never re-met him, and I never. I, it was just something that happened. I never forgot it. So whenever I hear his name, I think, ah, I like that Kevin Burrage. <laughs> oh, he's a top bloke. I'll, I'll be talking to Kev probably next week, so I'm going to throw that story, <laughs> throw that story at him. <laughs> he may not remember, but I remember. I remember it yeah. the bell going. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. There's my guitar. It should have. It should have gone missing. It was a really speedy car park too. Uh, okay. Should have wow. gone. Wow. Well, it wasn't meant. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't meant to be, my friend. It wasn't. Meant no, to it be. was meant to be picked up by by Kev. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, oh, he's lost. Put a bit of magic. Put a bit of magic. Put in a it bit of me. magic. Well, you know, he's pretty. He's pretty phenomenal on the guitar. I got, he, he, well, you'd know that. I don't need to tell you. You're no, a player, so yeah. he's on the money. He sure That's is. Sure. He sure is, and I mean, he 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 beat cancer, and um, and he's seventy years of age now, and he's still gets off the stage completely drenched and he doesn't hold back on any of his performances. That's the type of guy he is. And it's like he says, it's all about the music, man. It's all about the music. So, and, yeah, and he's he got that so, right, didn't he? he abs- he's always had that attitude. Absolutely. And, and, and he, I think too, he's, had, he's got huge respect by, by, the, by the, the community at large, but particularly musicians, you know, any time you hear his name, it's always in good stead, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, mate. Can you tell us any more about this album? Because I want to ask you about your about your boy Marley too. Because I haven't seen him for a little while. But I'll, before we get on to Marley, I, I heard this. I heard this album because it is on it is on uh, Spotify. The album. So if people want to hear it, they can and download tracks or whatever. One that really got to me too was Saturday Night in the Hall. Beautiful song. Yeah, I love that song. Beautiful, yeah, beautiful. song. Now, did you write the lyrics for this one? Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> mate, it's a beautiful song. Like I've played the entire album twice, um, and like Caledonia is such a great track. The Redhead Mason, that was just like whoa. <laughs> That's, I'm going to play that after we hang up. And then <laughs> Saturday, Saturday night in the hall, I thought, gee, that's a lovely song. You know, like where did yeah, you get the inspiration so. from for that? Um, well, um, I would say just you know. Most musicians who've travelled and done all the country halls, yep. and I mean, your typical day out, if you were doing a, a gig at a country hall and in a foreign town, you turn up there, uh, you would have to call the lady from the Country Women's Association who did not want to hear from some musician at 2.30 in the Saturday afternoon. They come down, they let you into the hall, they tell you not to touch the tea bags and <laughs> don't break anything, yeah, okay. you know. Yep. <laughs> don't break anything. And they leave you there. Right. And so you do your sound check and you oftentimes, you know, you sit there and you wait. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, often I, I think if you go into any old country hall and you see all the graffiti and bits and pieces in the old photographs, Yep, and yep. you know my mind swims with sort of imagination and those scenarios, and, and that song just you know fell out like a like a poem. Yeah, you know, and imagine it's sort of like black and white theatre in my head. But yeah. I do, I do love that song. It's a, a lot. Beautiful, it's beautiful track, mate. If people want to get your music, what's the, what's the best way that they can get the music? Is it? Well, it, you can go to oh, you can go to Madzar Spotify or Mark Oates and Madzar. Okay, so if you want that new record, we it's under Mark. It is, yeah. So it's Mark Oates and that's up. So if you if you go Mark Oates and that's up, you can get that record. Okay. And um, you know, there's just, just some great honest tracks in it. You know, it, mate, sort of. It is. It's it, look. I think it's I think it's brilliant. I really do. I mean, and as I said, and the and the other one too was the uh, harp and fiddle thing. Oh, that's yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's uh, yeah, that's just absolutely. 
loads of fun. We play that every gig. Yeah, for sure. You do. I mean, is, does Mark does Mark sort of come up with these things and, and then you just sort of follow along? Because I've seen that happen on stage. I, well, I saw we that. You know, fly, yeah, we fly like we sort of we've because I think playing together for that, that long. Yeah. You know, we just, you know, you have that sixth sense and, you know, any music will get that. You sort of, if you, if you know someone well musically, yep. it's sort of an unwritten, you, you, you can do it your eyes closed. Uh-huh. But, you know, just, just a quick nod or, or, you know, that acknowledgement of where you're going. Sometimes it's just a feeling. Yes. Um, like the harmonica thing I've been playing for years and, and of course, we just, it just falls together. It's yes. just, you know, there's, there's lots of people you play music with and then there's the special people you just really um, gel with. Gel with, yeah. And, and Mark and I, and, and we're great mates too, you know. Yes. We're just, we're always, always a text away. Um, you know, I remember seeing, seeing me at the Gimpy Muster one year and I've been living in America because everyone knows Mark, he's a funny, funny man. He is. And he's always got a joke. He'll yeah. always tell you a crazy joke. Yes. Anyway, I hadn't seen him for like oh, a few years. I'd been in America and we flew in to do the Gimpy Muster and we're standing there in the courtyard near the, near the I think it was the, um, one of the bars there. And he goes, Matt. And I said, Mark, how are you? I said, I'm great. He said, I've learned 1,643 jokes since I've seen you last. Which one would you like to hear? <laughs> it was like, just, just, you know, nothing changes. It was like, <laughs> we just picked up where we left off. He is, but, you know, he, he's such he's a funny guy. guy. He's a very special guy, and he's he's very funny. I mean, I've I've socialised with him, uh, you know, <laughs> out of away from the gigs and away yeah, from the gigs. Yeah, he's he keeps this sort of bit of seriousness up when he's on the stage, but he he still goes a bit he still goes a bit silly every now and then, but still keeps it all happening. And but you see oh, him yeah. out of the gig, away from the girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Away from the gig, he's totally different. So, but such oh, a nice yeah, guy. He's a very, very clever guy too. He's, you know, he's like, Where did I you mean, meet when, him? when we were together, he was sixteen. Um, uh, we were in a band together in 1987. Uh-huh. We went to Tamworth the first time together. Yes. So his first Tamworth experience and mine were the same. Right. Um, and we're in a bush band, and we'd been together four years. Yes. And, and then we, the band dissipated, and he ended up in the bushwhackers. Yes, he did. Yeah, and yeah. Then, he, then he went to Sweden in a punk rock band, and I went to America. <laughs> and I didn't know that. Quite a, yeah, he did. He was off all over the world, yeah. and you know, he still, he still like prior to COVID, he was, you know, obviously he'd be, he'd be twice a year in Spain, uh, you know, off to and doing all the, all those crazy gigs all the time, off to Ireland. Yeah. You know, he's, he's much loved in 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 lots of scenes, and I think you know. Yeah. So it's good for me. And Marley's, uh, Marley loves him. Marley loves Mark. Now, how's, so. how's, how's Marley going? Now, for the, for the benefit of my listeners, Marley's your son. How old is Marley now? Marley's 10 now. He's okay. autistic, just for, for listeners. He uh, is autistic, ADHD, um, and just a barrel of energy and fun. And, you know, uh, he's been a challenge, as they all are, you know. Yes. Uh, any parent out there with kids with special needs, it's... Yep. Uh, Twenty-four-seven. It is, yeah. But he's uh, an amazing human being. He, he really sure is. is incredible. He's a mm. he's a very lovable young boy. He really is. And, <laughs> he's you know, funny. Uh, he is. He's a funny character. You know, I'm, I I mean, I do. I play Santa Claus at Christmas time, and he's one of the kids I'd always want to go up and give a big hug to. But Marley's the sort of he, he's a, he's because of his condition. You know, being. Um, 
He's autistic, you said, ADHD? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, he, autism, he, it's autism, yeah. 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 So as they call it ASD, which is autism spectrum. So it sort of it covers a lot of bases with it, with the ASD thing, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's the sort. Of, he's the sort of boy I'd like to just run up to as Santa Claus and give a big hug to, you know. And because I do that every year, I've been doing Santa Claus work, and I've worked with special needs kids myself, so I know how difficult it can be. How's Marley been handling this COVID situation? Because obviously, it's, it would have affected him and people like him in a, in a yep. totally different way. But it still would have been difficult for him and and for you guys too. Like, how, how do you think well, he's, he's been doing? Sort of, um, Look, just just to put a little picture to it is that with autism, oftentimes one of the biggest challenges any change. Yeah. So um, you know, Marley they they like routine in things, and but Marley fell straight into the COVID thing. He loved not going to school. He loved the no anxiety of you know um, the crowds of school and the noises and things. And yes. He liked being at home. Yes. Um, he missed Big W, right? But you know, it was really crazy because, like, you know, normally it was like, "I want to go to Big W, I want to go to Big W," you know. <laughs> yep. And everything, and oh, here we go. Or Marley's love is for vacuum cleaners, so yep. part of an autistic thing for a kid to like vacuum cleaners or trains, or you know. Yep. So he loves his trains, and mm-hmm. so you know, we go to a trip to Harvey Norman, and I'll stand there watching, with, you know, with the Dyson and the yep. Electrolux, and that. Yep. <laughs> but over COVID. Because we sort of had couldn't go there, couldn't go to these places. Yep. Over about six weeks, he sort of started not to really want to go anymore, and okay. we found different things to do. We started riding bikes. Like we've been for a great bike ride, bike ride today. We rode about probably four kilometres, five uh-huh. kilometres. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, you know, we go out watching planes. Um, we do different things, and, and that's been great. Like it really. Um, you know, he's really gained a lot of other things that he probably wouldn't wouldn't have with 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 without COVID. Yeah. So, so that's a plus. Um, that you call that a it plus. It is a plus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. No, and then me too. Like getting time with him. Yes. You know, yes. I think I think that's uh, all of a sudden I feel guilty. I thought, what am I doing? I've got nothing to do. Okay, I better paint that veranda. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I better make a carport, or I better do something. Right. And then I thought. Well, but it gave me loads of time for Marley and I, and it, yes. and and I've I've really enjoyed that. You know, I feel that's yeah. been amazing, fantastic. Well, I've seen Same I've way. seen a lot of the things you put on Facebook because whenever you do something with Marley, I'm, I won't say whenever, <laughs> but I've seen a lot of fun fun stuff. I saw the thing you did with Marley. Uh, you filmed that with a vacuum cleaner, and then you filmed. Oh, the- <laughs> Yeah, I saw him running around the store with a vacuum and I thought, oh. That is a good, that's a good example. That was, yeah. that was, <laughs> Leslie went off shopping. Yeah. So yeah. I was, Marley, what do you want to do? He said, go to Harvey Norman. I'm thinking, oh, riveting, let's go. Yep. So I yep. thought, well, at least we make it fun. He said, righto, let's, let's do this. And so we made a little video and these videos are good because, you know, these are things he can look back on when he's older. Absolutely. And, um, but how how funny is the the video? The f- Just for any folks, if you want to go and watch it, it's it's a a, a very funny thing. <laughs> Look, and I think it's great because people that people that um, sort of come across you know children, young adults like Marley don't maybe they don't really understand. So I think by you no, po- that you posting things like this, that there's a positive in that. I I see you're trying to take a a difficult situation, turning it into a real big positive, and letting other people know that you know you can still have fun. Life doesn't have to be full of doom and gloom because you've got a child that has some special needs. You know what I mean? Well, 
I think that's that's a you know doing these things, and I think I think I think the the hardest thing for a family, like you know, with a, with a kid with special needs, is you know you have to change. Everybody changes. Uh, all the siblings change. You know, once 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 that happens in a family, and there's a lot to deal with. Yes, and then I think people to be able to look on on, on Marley's life and see you know what we're doing and what we're up to. Yeah. It also brings a bit of some joy to other parents and other kids with special needs. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's funny, we go down shopping and people say, G'day, Marley, g'day, Marley. We're down and he doesn't know who they are and I don't know who they are, but people get a lot of a lot of kick out of his, his videos yeah, and what he does. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know, you know I do. I know I do. Every time <laughs> I see a video of you, I mean, it used to be you and Mark Oates running around like a couple of lunatics when you were sort of filming. That, that was unbelievable stuff. Uh, yeah. and really well done, but now I've I've sort of started to watch these these ones. As I said, I saw the last one with Marley was in the shop with a vacuum cleaner. I, I think the one before that he went he, he was watching people skydiving and he's saying, "Oh, how come they got the door open? Oh, that's so the bloke can jump out the door." And I thought to myself, "This is really good stuff." You know, it's all positive. And then I saw the train one. You know, you were filming. Uh, was it? Oh, the train one's great. Yeah. The, the Red Rattler. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, and the people don't sort of object like like you take him into into Harvey's and he's got a vacuum cleaner and he's and he's sort of running around the store wanting to. Talk. Are they pretty cool about that whole thing? Or well, we did we did sell one Dyson last Saturday. <laughs> you did okay. I hope you got your commission. I hope Marley got it. Rather, I hope Marley got his commission because it was all about Marley. And if he sold a Dyson, made he make sure he gets his dues. You get his uh, get his royalties. I think as a parent you worry. Yes. But they know Marley and they understand and also, you know, these um demos that are there, mm-hmm. um, people are using them and they do demos with them and, you know, Marley's just switches them on and he goes and you know, I mean, at Bing Lee the lady gave him three dollars. Yep. You know, to uh because he he vacuumed the floor for him <laughs> for, for for them. Okay. And of course he looked at me and said, Dad Dad, I'm rich. Yeah. He goes, he said, now we can buy a Roomba. And I'm thinking, okay, a Roomba vacuum cleaner is like $700. <laughs> <laughs> you have to wait, mate. Yeah, you gotta, you got you to gotta vacuum a couple more floors, mate. But you keep it up, keep up the good work, you'll be able to buy one from mum. You'll be able to get yeah, one. Yeah, for real. <laughs> All right, mate. Listen, uh, it's been—it's always a good time to catch up with you, Manny. I really, I really enjoyed our chat. It's—it's it's been wonderful, Likewise. and um, it's good to hear Marley's doing well, and you've got a lot of positive stuff out there for people with, uh, with you know, young children or, or yep. older adults. Is—is uh, is there anything? I think too, mainstream people too who who don't you know much about autism. It's great to watch. You know, if you don't know anything about it, it's um, it's good to watch it because it sort of. Gives you an idea, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So where can they? Marley's, no one. Sorry, I was going to say where no, can they? On. Where can they catch up these videos? If like for my oh, listeners, just, just to my Facebook. Yeah, just yep. go to Maddie, Maddie Zarb. Maddie Zarb. Yep, on Facebook. Yeah, yep. or or some of my Instagram and Matt Zarb music. You'll see some stuff there. Yep, fantastic. And uh, but yeah, awesome. But listen, great to talk to you, mate. Absolutely. Really good. Talk. Fantastic, mate! And uh, look, and, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play another track off this album in a moment. And where can they get it again? They can get it from that one to be Mark Oates and Matt Zarb. That's yep. where you'd find that record. Okay, and okay. Um, it's got Saturday Night Hall. It's got the Harp thing and all those crazy things on it. Fantastic, record. and uh, and if you just Google me, you can find all the other older stuff. But yep. yeah, fantastic. You know, for me, it's 
one big long journey, mate. Absolutely. Well, you keep doing what you're doing, my friend, because you're 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 a very special human being. I I, I guess I kind of know you a little bit better because I, I I look a bit deeper into what I see in these videos and stuff. You're not just a guy who picks up a guitar and can play and sing. I mean, you do that exceptionally well, but. Uh, I see a lot of love with you. I met you there. I met your wife. I met you. I met your son, and you, you're a pretty exceptional human being. And you've, you know, you've been dealt a tough hand, but you're dealing with it really, really well, mate. Everybody, oh, everybody that like knows you. you'd be proud of you for sure, and your and your uh, boy, and your and your wife, and it's good, mate. You just keep doing what well, you're doing. Blessings, mate. Great yeah. to talk to you. Okay. Have a good Sunday, and thanks, thanks all. The- Folks listening out there, appreciate it. That's yeah, mate, and uh, and this will be up on the podcast soon. So you, we, we maybe we can sell it for a few bucks, and Mario will be that much, <laughs> he'll be that much closer to getting his getting his vacuum cleaner. If he knows about is anything about vacuum cleaners, we're in. We're in. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, Matty, thank See you yeah. so much, buddy. You take care, and we'll talk again soon. See you, bro. Thanks, mate. Bye, mate. Oh, there you go, folks. That was Mark. No, it wasn't Mark. It was Maddie. Maddie Zarb. And uh, if you want to listen to this album, it's called Mark Oates and Maddie Zarb. I'm going to play another track from that. I'm here for another half an hour. So if you've got some requests, don't hesitate. Please give me a call on either 1300 494 988 or message me on 0492 994 445. Now, this song is called The Red Haired Mason.
Okay. That is called Harp and Fiddle Thing from the Mark Oates and Matty Zarb album. Now, you can get that on Spotify if you, if you type in Mark Oates or you can um, you can uh, probably get a copy of it if you if you contacted him on Facebook or, or Mark, Mark Oates or Matty Zarb, one of them. They've got hard copies of it. They normally sell them at gigs, but with this business of COVID, I mean, you, you know, it's tough. Everybody's, everybody's hurting. Whether it be a, you know, a, a worker, or, or when I say a worker, I mean somebody in a factory, or, or you know, working in shops. Everybody's everybody's being restricted in some ways, and musicians are being restricted in every way because they just can't perform. But uh, I know when Maddie and Mark get back out there and do it, you'll be able to get a copy at the gig for sure. But that's going to be forever away. I'm going to play you another song now because I'm going to be here now probably six thirty. I've got about 20 minutes to go, so if you do have a request, it's got to be Aussie though, it's got to be Aussie, 1300 or you can text me, 4904, sorry, 0492, <laughs> uh, 994-445. Now I'm going to play a track, I'm going to do a double shot, well, I don't know if I should, because these are long songs, but this is going to be my special guest on the air next week, now this should have happened this week. And it was just a total mix-up. <laughs> Matty was supposed to be next week, and he's on this week. And, yeah, well, Russell's gigging tonight up in Queensland, up on the Gold Coast where he lives. So he's going to be on next week. But I'm going to play a couple of his tracks because this is what we were talking about or what I want to talk about when I get him on the air. This particular song and the one to follow it. Find out the history behind it.
That's the real thing. Russell Morris. Now, if you want to find out the backstory behind that, make sure you tune in next week because as well as that one, you're going to find out all about this one. Can't believe I'm really My most favourite Russell Morris song, Sweet, Sweet Love. Girl like you on such a day Maybe I'm maybe only dreaming Mr. Sun, come back to you, stay Yeah, yeah 
Listen, sweet, sweet love, Russell Morris. Very different version. Nothing like the studio one that they play on the radio. Because I do like to give keep you entertained with different versions. That was from his Fundamentalist album. Beautiful song, and I, I, there's got to be a beautiful backstory to that song. There has to be. It's my most favourite 
I'm going to ask him next week. Okay, I'm going to play a song now, Changing the Pace. We've got to finish up, though, in very, very shortly. So uh, got another request I'm squeezing in. This is by the band Buffalo. It's played pretty much every week, this song. Fella rings me up every week and says, hey, can you play Little Queenie? It's almost like you don't even have to ask for it. It's just part of the program. Buffalo's Little Queenie going out to Chris. Thanks so much, my friend.
you go, listeners. Buffalo's Little Queenie going out to Chris on the Central Coast. Look, I hope you've enjoyed the music. I've been playing for you this evening. I do it every Sunday. I start at 4 o'clock, go through till 6. The program's called Aussie Flashbacks, and my name is Phil C. The idea of the program is to play music of people that uh, were out in the 60s and 70s, uh, i.e. Buffalo. They were out in the 70s. And Dave Tice, the lead singer of that band, in fact, is still doing his uh, music. He's still doing his trio. In fact, he performed last week at the uh, Butcher's Brew Bar um, to a very small crowd because of COVID, but he's still rocking and rolling. Uh, My next week guest will be... Russell Morris. Now, Russell started in the 60s, 1966. He had his big hit, The Real Thing, in 1969. Still gigging now. Had a brand new album come out last year called uh, Black and Blue Heart. So we're going to have him on the phones and we're going to be talking to him all about his older hits and also his later album, the trilogies, you know, the uh, Shark Mouth, Van Diemen's Land, Red Dirt, Red Heart, and, of course, Black and Blue Heart. We'll be talking to him about that. Um and we also try and promote new acts and, and acts that aren't as well recognised. I mean, Matty Zab's a phenomenal guitar player, songwriter. Yeah, he doesn't have a he doesn't have a contract with Sony Music. He doesn't make millions of dollars out of his music, but he's he's nonetheless I like his get his music out there. Last week we had a brand new aspiring young musician and singer, Kate uh, Gerges. She's only 18 years of age. So we try to promote the new ones, the ones that aren't so highly recognised, and also keep the music of the legends alive. And I do it every Sunday. Now, I've got to finish up now, but don't leave when I leave, okay? Because if you're listening to aussieflashbacks.com.au, which you can get on the uh, on your smartphone or on your tablets or on your computer... It's 24-7 Australian music. That's all That's all you're going to hear on there. You're going to hear all your favourite hits. You're going to hear country. You're going to hear pub rock. You're also going to hear from bands that you probably don't even know, but nonetheless famous bands of the 60s and 70s that uh, people wouldn't even know them. So you're going to get some really different music. You're going to hear hits from legends that are still alive, and you're going to hear classic stuff as well. So check that out, okay? It's aussieflashbacks.com. .au, go to my webpage, have a look at what shows are coming up, have a look at the gig guides, because once gigging starts happening with uh, with the COVID, uh, we'll be posting gigs uh, of people that are uh, talking with us on the programs and trying to keep you up to date with their music. And um, you can also follow me on, on, um, on Facebook, Aussie Flashbacks on Facebook. You can follow me there, or you can check me out on Spotify as well, Okay. So my name is Phil C and it's Aussie Flashbacks is the name of the program. And until next week, folks, don't leave. Go to aussieflashbacks.com.au and listen to more great Aussie music. I just won't be there presenting it. I only do it on Sundays from 4 till 6. So until next week, folks, thank you all and good night. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time.
Stop.